Welcome to Whiskey Wobble Sportscast. We're your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. We had some really good fights last weekend, right? Yeah, dude. I saw on Twitter they're talking about like fight of the year. A bunch of fighters are like uh, Poirier and Hooker both belong at the top. I mean, this fight was phenomenal. Went all five rounds, unfortunately, but I feel like it could have ended in, at multiple occasions throughout the course of the fight. Yeah, and either way too. Right, right. So uh, the way I saw it go down, and and maybe you guys have a different take on it. Tell me what you think. Uh, the way I saw it go down, Poirier lost the first two rounds. He he did. Yeah, he he sure. got outstruck the first two rounds by Hooker. Hooker yep. is a bad motherfucker with a lot of range, and and Poirier's elite level, like he belongs up there at the top. Right. Uh, Hooker, I think, won the first two rounds, but as we got into the third round, you started to see um, Hooker slip and the tip the tails tip the scales a little bit. Um, I think the third round could have gone either way. But I, I like that they gave it to Poirier. I think he, I think he won, in my opinion. I think he took it. Um, and then by the time he gets to the fourth and fifth rounds, it was pretty, pretty obvious who was winning the the exchanges and the takedowns. Um, Hooker started shooting for takedowns just to like save face, just to like so I can do something, you know, because he wasn't he was getting his ass he, kicked. He had to answer, yeah. And I feel like if it would have gone another round, we would have gotten a knockout or or, or Hooker would have tapped. Yeah. So I think it went the right direction, but uh, mad props to Hooker. I went from, like, fuck this guy. Like, Poirier is going to beat the shit out of him, too. Next time I watch Hooker fight, I'm going to be like, that guy. I want that guy to win. Yeah. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. That's the guy that, like, beat up Poirier. Dude, I swear he almost knocked out Poirier in, like, the second or third round. Yep. Dude, he for sure did. I watched a clip where uh, he catches him with, I think, probably six or seven punches, like, in a row. And at a certain point, Poirier even had his hands dropped. Yeah, I thought I saw Poirier's lights go out, but he's so quick to recover. Um, such a like, just incredibly tough. Um, it was an it was a great fight and bloody, dude. They busted each other up. Poirier Poirier looked like fucking hamburger meat at the end. Yeah, Hooker was bleeding everywhere. Like, this is what the UFC is about. This is this is what we sh- came for. You know, this is what we wa- This is why we watch. Yeah, it's it's totally about the strikes, man. Uh Dude, uh, there it, there was elite level jujitsu. There was elite level wrestling. There was elite level all in the same fight. Stand like, up, uh, it had it all. Like you watch them, you watch them box each other, throw hands at each other, and you're like, these are two of the best, like you know, strikers. And then you watch them fucking rolling around and countering each other, and you're like, dude, these are both elite level jujitsu guys. Like, well, yeah. and in the first two rounds, they were throwing an ungodly amount of strikes. Like the the pace they set in the first two rounds was a sprint for the finish. They both fought those first two rounds like they thought they were going to knock the other one out in the first two rounds. Like yeah. They weren't concerned about going to three, four, and five when that fight started. And I think Hooker was winning the exchanges for the most part in the first two rounds. In the first two, yeah. At that uh, pace. But nobody can keep that pace. That's why he was such a zombie at the end. And by the end, yeah, Hooker was drained, exhausted. Just, I mean, he was beat. Like I said, I think if it went one more round, Poirier would have finished him. Choked him in. Uh but Poirier was fresh at the end, or not fresh, but I mean, he was ready to go. He, he could have gone another round if he had to. Hooker was like, could barely stand up. Poirier started to slow down in the third round, and that's when he started winning. And it also allowed him to be more fresh throughout four and five. Well, he's a smart guy. He's a he's a like tactical guy. He 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 studies his opponent. He pl- tries to stick to a game plan. And those first two rounds, 
there was no game plan on either side other than just knock the other dude's head off. Like, yep. And I think you're right. That that probably is uh, pretty profound. Like, I I I bet Poirier took a step back and said, "Look, I'm not fighting my fight. I'm just fighting. I need to fight the fight that I trained for." And that's when he started winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was some so other good does, fights that night too. Yeah. I was gonna uh, say before well, we get off of Poirier and uh, Hooker, though, I do want to talk about like where where does that leave him? So uh, uh, that's an interesting weight class. We got Khabib uh, vacated the belt because he couldn't get out of Kyrgyzstan or wherever the fuck he's from. Uh, and then I guess he's also got Ramadan coming up. And uh, I feel so bad because like I feel like they're excuses, but I know that he's the baddest dude on the planet. Like I think he beats anybody in the weight class. But at the same time, you're like, come on, dude. Like, you got to fight, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you got, you have to. If you're the champion, you have to fight. That's, that's the way it is. Um, so you've got, he, he vacated the belt. Uh, Gaethje fought, um, Ferguson. (coughs) Gaethje fought Ferguson, beat the shit out of him. So uh, to me, Ferguson's out. Like, dude, you're fucking out. Ferguson needs to fight Poirier. I don't like that. I don't like that. And Gaethje needs to fight Khabib. After after the showing that Poirier showed this weekend, he doesn't. He the only people that he should fight are Gaethje for the interim belt or Khabib for the actual belt. That's it. There shouldn't be like he earned a title shot. He shouldn't have to fight someone else to prove it. You know. Now I get it. Khabib probably is going to beat the brakes off of Poirier again because so Khabib has beaten Poirier. Poirier has beaten Gaethje. Um, and then Gaethje beat Ferguson. So Gaethje's got to fight next. He's got to, I think. It'll just have to be Khabib. Because um, that's the fight everybody wants to see. You know? Yeah. For sure. And Ferguson got hosed out of the whole deal. He did. But a fight with Poirier, I think that's a good matchup, too. That's a fight that I want to see. See, so, I want to see Ferguson. Ferguson should fight uh, Hooker at this point. I'd because, like to see that, too. Because they're both coming off a loss. Hooker can Hooker can hang with, with Ferguson. He yeah. can. Uh they're both coming off a loss. Whoever loses is a gatekeeper for the elite, you know? Yeah. And whoever wins deserves the next shot at the belt or, or you know, maybe one fight and then the next shot at the belt. Like, these are contenders that are fighting here. So, if Ferguson wants to save face, he's he's got to fight someone like Hooker that ideally I, coming. Ideally, I would like to see um, Khabib fight Gaethje first and then Poirier take the winner of that fight and then let Hooker fight... Um, I think the only problem with that is, is Khabib's going to be a while before he can fight. So you have to come up with something in the interim. Uh, and Gaethje's got the got the interim belt. So, yeah, dude. I, at this point, I think what I want to see is I want to see a uh, Poirier Gaethje 2 and a um, Hooker and Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be gnarly. And then the winner of uh, Khabib Gaethje is, gets the next shot at Khabib. Um, did I say that right? I mean, Poirier, Poirier I'm sorry. Gaethje yeah, Poirier Gaethje gets the next shot, gets the shot at Khabib, and then uh, whoever wins the Ferguson um, Hooker fight gets the next shot at the loser. There. I want to see Khabib, man. I don't really care about seeing all those guys fight again. I want to see Khabib. He's uh, the real thing. You, I don't know. For me, out of that whole weight class, that's like the mountain. They dude, he's, yeah, he's undefeated. But and and I guess that's the argument is we don't want to see Poirier go and fight again and lose again. Yeah. Because Poirier's already got his ass kicked by Khabib. I know. It would just be kind of lame to watch that whole thing play out again. So, in that regard, I mean, yeah, Chris is kind of right. Like, we, we need to see Gaethje Khabib, but I think Gaethje's got to fight someone else. He's got to, he's got to, like, he doesn't feel, okay, even when they put the interim belt on him, he threw it back on the ground. Like, he didn't want it, you know? 
Um, maybe if he fought another elite level fighter like Poirier, he already fought him though. He might. Gaethje fought Poirier, didn't he? And didn't he get? Yeah, and he lost. And he, lost. I mean, he lost. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he did. So I mean that's that's like throwing Poirier back at Khabib. I want to see Gaethje it's, and Khabib. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to be Khabib. Uh, who was the other fight uh, just below uh, the Hooker Poirier fight? Well, there was Perry and Gall. Yeah, that was a good fight too. And Perry came out so. First of all, that guy is fun on the microphone. Like, the guy's just crazy. He's an animal. Yeah, he's uh, a good character, man. Excellent character. He uh, he went out there and just was like, "Fuck all you guys for talking that trash." Like, he doesn't have a tr- he doesn't have a he he like trained by himself. He, the only person he had in his corner was his girlfriend. That was it. Yeah. Uh I don't know. He's an interesting dude. And he. he Started bitching about like taxes and stuff after the fight. Yeah, he did. He had the most ridiculous interview. Like, dude, he went off on this tangent about the government's taking his money and like, oh my god, I want to see more of that guy. What was funny is like during the fights, they sometimes will pop up like where other fighters and famous people are tweeting about the fights, you know, because they're watching them. And uh, somebody was like, "Oh, I'm so excited! This is going to be the best interview that ever happened." As he was walking into the back. (laughs) Yeah, Perry's an interesting dude. Uh, I want to see more of him. And dude, if you get if he if he train some with like professionals he could be even more badass than he already is like he's already badass you know what i'm saying like i want i want to see him i want to see him reach his full potential both in the ring and after after the fight's over and just let's see some wild fucking trailer park trash you know yeah for sure (laughs) um volante and green was another fight on that card that was really good um brendan allen and kyle Dawkins, those dudes just basically fought exactly like Poirier and other homeboy um hooker where do, where does conor mcgregor stand in all this they man? have him ranked currently at number four which is higher than hooker hooker was ranked five yep and Poirier. oh that sucks i, I mean i know that well, no, Poirier impo- was ranked three mm. it's impossible but dude mcgregor needs to fight some maybe mcgregor fights ferguson or something like i don't dude, know he if hasn't he gets- fought in so long dude it's been since- you know right you know he's gonna need that paycheck soon I don't know. It would be fun. He's been pimping his whiskey. That's for sure. Yeah, they did you see the commercials him dancing around fucking during the fights? It was like it was like a commercial like they edited in. He came from the side and it showed the proper 12 bottle and he's like dancing doing a fucking Irish jig or something. Yeah. God damn it. You're dancing leprechaun now. Yeah, yeah. man. He was always Yeah. Um He'll be a meme. So this episode will drop on Monday, so the coming weekend of the week that this episode drops, we'll have uh, another big set of fights. We've got UFC 251. It'll be the very first fight at Fight Island. And they've got three. So, hold on. I, I want to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, but Fight Island, can we just talk about that for a minute? What's going on? Fight Island is real at this point, right? We've confirmed that. Uh, it's, do we not, know- it's not really an island. It's a peninsula. And and I guess what I always imagined was like uh, uh, Swiss Family Robinson or fucking Castaway type scenario where you have an, a little bitty island that they exist on and it's the no. whole thing, right? They own the whole thing. I think they have like ten acres on this peninsula, and the it's like uh, established infrastructure all around it. So there's like hotels and fucking casinos and shit. You see what I'm saying? And and I worry it's Abu Dhabi. Is that right? Yeah. 
Uh, so oh. clearly the draw is we got to get Khabib to fight at Fight Island and try to land the Middle Eastern. Like he's the biggest Muslim fighter that's ever been in the UFC. They're going to try and draw that in. Right. Well, I think the draw was that they can get around a lot of other things. Maybe I like, see. That's what I'm no, wondering is, is that even UFC. a thing? We can come here and fight, like, but they're doing that anyway. Now at, at the apex arena. Mm-hmm. their UFC arena. So I, I don't know if that's a motivating factor as much as just the allure of like fight Island. It's like, uh, dude, it's like mortal Kombat or blood sport or something, you know, like yeah. I, Oh, and then they confirmed there is a ring on the beach and I'm, I want there to be a, like a ring on the sand on the beach yeah. and there's nobody else except for like Bruce buffer out there, you know, Bruce buffer in a fucking, uh, Hawaiian shirt or something. Yeah. Or, or you go full blown like, uh, Mortal Kombat Raiden style. So you've got like Dana White sitting on a throne watching the, the ring, you know, maybe with like a bear claw fucking weapon or something. Man. <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying is how cool would it be to go? Have you seen the pictures of this place? Huh? Okay. So think like super rich modern Venice, like has boat garages in the water to where boats can pull in and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got like its own little marina. But I worry that how are wow. they going to get how are they going to get fighters to want to go there? Like it's easy to get fighters to go to Vegas, to go to California, to go. You know, it's hard to get fighters to go to third world countries. Oh, and I know Abu Dhabi is not one, but third world countries because they're not like a like a destination so much. Abu Dhabi, I don't know if Fight Island is a destination. Obviously, there's destinations around, but you got to like fly to them or something, right? You just fly to Abu Dhabi. Uh, I can tell you this, Abu Dhabi after, um, uh, what's the other one? Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in the events world, I know Dubai, everything was booked out for almost two years. Like you couldn't get any kind of place to have people come together and do anything for like two years out because it was the most popular, you know, place for everybody to go. And right behind it is Abu Dhabi. And right now, all the fighters are saying, yeah, we want to go fight at Fight Island because of the the novelty of it. A lot of people were shifting to Abu Dhabi because they were having a hard time getting into Dubai. So that's probably another motivating factor why they did it there. But after, like after Cain Velasquez, who did Cain Velasquez lose to for the belt? Uh, Verdum, maybe? Anyway, after Cain lost, I know that fight was in Mexico and they were trying to build that, that market and it just completely fell through. And... As much as I like, I know Dana White and the UFC spent a lot of money on this Fight Island thing. What if we got Gaethje uh, Khabib on Fight Island and Gaethje just beat the brakes off of him and Dana White was like, fuck. I know, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I mean, that. I bet they fill if, if they put that fight at Fight Island, I bet they fill the place up. Are there seats? Is it is it an arena? Is it a like stadium? I haven't seen pictures of the inside, just the outside, but yeah, it looks like a stadium. It's I guess I'm like I'm still imagining like either either like what they have now at Apex or they or uh like the the uh street or not Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat like arena on the sand. Like I'm not imagining a giant arena and it might be. No, um it's it definitely looks kinda like a, a convention center or arena, whatever from the outside. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It looks kinda like a uh uh I'm trying to think of how to explain it, but yeah, it's an arena for sure. Well, they said they have a, a octagon on on the beach, and that makes me think of Mortal Kombat, and I want that to be a thing, even if it's not a thing. I want, I want maybe they spar out there or something, or fight the prelim. What if you had like three different 
fucking octagons and you could immediately cut from one to the other yeah so you know what i mean in between perpetual yeah. fights well this kind of reminds me of uh y'all know george foreman and muhammad ali when they fought in zaire mm-hmm. the rumble in the jungle and wasn't that kind of like for legalities like i think muhammad ali couldn't fight in the u.s legally because of his like his protest like he, he was supposed to get drafted into the vietnam war and he was like nope and they're like well you can't fight anymore and they stripped him of his belts and shit but then yep. he went to zaire and, I- and fought and I don't think that that's the problem with. Khabib. I think Khabib is stuck in the country that he's he's in. Mm. I don't think he can get out. So Khabib isn't fighting until he wants to fight. That's just the way he is. Fuck him. That's yeah, the way and it, it is. The way I see it too is it's like also a way to have fights without it being super weird. You know, like, like with COVID and stuff. Yeah, I really don't think that's a motivating factor because they're already doing it. Yeah, I they've think it was it, earlier. They got it cleaned up now though. It's a lot cleaner than it was. Those first couple fights were pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Like, they've at least started pulling the fighters out of the octagon and, like, interviewing them back behind the scenes rather than right there in front of, like... An empty the, nothing. And the bench that's also commentating at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they are getting better at it. It's getting more entertaining. I know that uh, the the studio, or the studio uh, the audience definitely plays a factor. And I'm starting to get used to there not being an audience now. But I I wish there was. Um, that, that first fight where they fought... And and with in front of like nobody, I can remember someone put up their phone up with just like generic cheer sounds up by mm-hmm. the TV, and dude, it was a joke, and we were like, ah, that's whatever. And then the commercial cut or whatever, and he turned his phone off, and then the fights came back on, and it was like, hey, put your phone back up there. Like it really does make it better if there's mm-hmm. like people screaming and yeah, yeah. But what's cool about it is you can hear everything, and dude. When Poirier was landing those fucking elbows, elbows dude. Oh, oh my god! Like you can hear it. You can. It sounds like a skull should just be crunching like a like a pecan. It's wild, man. Yeah, that's almost like that's why I I almost like it better without an audience as a viewer at home. But I'm you have to have the audience because I want to go see it live. There's it's like, it's it's like tough sword. It's like tough because that's the same thing you hear everything that's just them in that like gym you know and uh the like my side can hear your side talk to you because there's nobody else there so there's definitely a cool dynamic um i guess i guess that's why i'm excited about the fight island prospect like multiple ring what if i know i'm stuck on it what if he had that ring on the beach with nobody sitting around it but then you also had the arena and you could fight the the big the big guys over here and then you could cut as soon as that fight was over you jump over here you start back at the beginning you show the you know this fight and you get you get what we're talking about where you can hear everything and see everything and there is no but you're on the beach with the fucking ocean in the background and then that fight's over and it cuts over to this one you got like three different fights going and you're like oh shit they're fighting on the on the beach octagon or oh they're fighting in the fucking woods octagon yeah that would be cool. That would be fucking the woods dope. octagon. It's yeah. like a wooden octagon. <laughs> with like, no, you, you call it the pit. It's got like fucking tires and shit. You know? Oh, dude. Yeah. You throw the guys in there, <laughs> drop them on their ass, kick them in there. Yeah. Like, what if the posts were made? Of, no, it's still an octagon. Like on the inside, it's the same. But it'd be like different levels in a video game or something. It would be so dope. I think it'd be cool. Dude, I'm so happy that UFC is continuing to do their thing. So much big thanks to them. Yeah, props. God damn it, we need sports. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're all starving for, for Golf sports. Golf and tennis sure. don't cut it, man. I can't sleep all the time. Yeah. So what else? Is there uh that's... Uh, I'm trying to remember. Who's on the card for uh, the next oh, one? Oh, right, right, yeah. It's a it's a whole lot of people. I think there's three title fights. So it's Kamara Usman and Gilbert Burns. 
is the main event. The co-main is Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway. That'll be good. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's a bantamweight title belt between Jose Aldo and Peter Yan. Volkanovski's got the belt. and Didn't he beat the brakes off of Holloway? Isn't that how that went down? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's a little short motherfucker, and Holloway's like supposed to be this master boxer. Vol- Volkanovski's a bad motherfucker. No, I think Volkanovski is the champion. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he beat Holloway. So this is a rematch. Nice. Um, also, Jessica Andrade is fighting um, Rose Namahunas. Namahunas, Thug Rose. Yep. Oh, man, good. her. Yeah, you throw them in the pit. Yep. Thug Rose. You know uh, what I'm saying? There's like a jungle in the background with flowers and shit. Yeah, dude. Great whites jumping out of the ocean and fucking like eating shit. That's the, the like combo. <laughs> the combo yeah. move to end yeah. it. Fatality. Yeah. Finish him. You feed him to the great whites. It ought to be good, man. I'm excited. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's pretty much it for UFC news right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think so, man. Cool. Well, uh, the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find all the ways to listen, including uh, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and your favorite podcasting apps. we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.